dentro l'aria Messi, al rotella Messi, alla pica, Benvenue Barcelona and Ola America. This is Barca Nation here in the capital of Catalonia. Liad Lerner here along with Kathleen Gomez. Kathleen, what do we have in store for today? Today we're giving our Barca Nation season preview. We'll highlight what to watch for and we'll give you our predictions for all things Barca this upcoming season. Yes, sadly, it's our final episode. So one last time, Kathleen, let's break down the Blaugrana. Vale. Barcelona opens the new season on August 15th against Real Sociedad, just less than three months after they finished the last one in third place in La Liga. Barca have already been very busy in the transfer market, signing a few big-name free agents like veteran striker Sergio Aguero from Man City, young centre-back Eric Garcia also from Man City, and electric forward and winger Memphis Depay from Lyon. Yes, of course, I was very sad to see Aguero leave Man City after 10 years, but the man is an icon, and he is a very good grab for Barcelona, not to mention a very close friend of Lionel Messi's. Maybe this move could be taken as an acknowledgement that they messed up last year in getting rid of Luis Suarez. I think so. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. They know that a veteran is missing, and they needed a new one to replace him. We've talked about Luis Suarez getting literally dumped on an episode Mm before. Before, and I think this signing was a clear sign that they know they messed up. Yeah, they hope that he can have a similar impact to what Luis Suarez did for Atletico in leading them to the title mm-hmm. last year. Um, Eric Garcia, the young center back, is another solid pickup as well. He's only 20 years old, but he was a starter for Spain at the Euros this summer, and he's got a lot of potential as well as familiarity with the club, of course, because he grew up in the La Masia Academy before moving to England for a few years. Memphis Depay is another really interesting one. He's had an up-and-down career so far uh, after starring for the Netherlands as a teenager at the 2014 World Cup, and then he had an awful transfer to Manchester United where he he crashed and burned amid a lot of controversies. Mm-hmm. But to his credit, he took a step back and revived his career at Lyon, and he is fully deserving of another chance at one of the biggest clubs in the world. Uh, I think the 27-year-old will succeed here at Barcelona. Yeah, I would have to agree. I mean, every athlete is due a hiccup at some point in their career. His just was a little bit longer and a little bit bigger than mm-hmm. his counterparts. But I think that he really got his reputation back when he transferred over to Lyon. I mean, he was a World Cup star like like you said, and a lot of people were disappointed in what he did at Man United. So seeing how he came out of Lyon and now he's back at one of the biggest clubs, it's something to watch, I think. Yeah, that Man United move was a little bit too big of a move for a kid so young. He yeah. had a lot of maturing to do still back then, but yeah, he's done it now and he's ready for another shot. Right, yeah, I think he's definitely grown a lot since his Man U days. But moving on, Barcelona also bought 22-year-old Emerson Royal from Real Betis for about $11 million in June. The right-back tallied four goals and 10 assists with 62 chances created in two seasons as a starter for Batiste. He could be a solid player who will challenge Serginho Dest for the starting spot. But, of course, Barcelona's biggest capture of the offseason was re-signing Messi to a new contract, as we talked about a few episodes ago Mm -hmm. when we got hot and messy. (laughs) Messi is the club's identity. He is their heart and soul right now, and convincing him to stay was always going to be the first priority, regardless of the price. Absolutely. But the price was still a factor, because even though Messi reportedly took a 50% wage cut for his contract, Barca is still over La Liga's spending limit at the moment. They are over the salary cap, and they 
definitely need to reduce those expenditures in order to be allowed to register any of these new players for the start of the season, including Lionel Messi. Yeah, the best way to get rid of that extra money is to sell players. Um, they've already gotten rid of Junior Firpo, Jean-Claire Todibo, and Carlos Alenia for a total of about $35 million, but it's going to take a lot more than that to be in the clear. So let's go through some of the guys who are most likely to get the axe. Antoine Griezmann is probably the most likely to leave. The 30-year-old is a star player, and he scored 35 goals in 99 games during his two seasons at Barcelona, but his salary is just too high, and the team has enough cover at the forward position without him. All signs point to him being on his way out. 31-year-old midfielder Miralem Pjanic is also unlikely to return next season. He was bought from Juventus just last year, but he never really settled, and he only made 12 starts combined in La Liga and the Champions League. Uh, his age, contract, and the fact that he just looks like the wrong person in the wrong time for Barcelona right now just make him very expendable for the team. French center backs Samuel Umtiti and Clement Langelais could also be on the way out. Umtiti has suffered through multiple injuries and has only started 29 La Liga games in the last three years. Langelais, on the other hand, was still a starter last season, but he wasn't reliable enough, and younger options like Oscar Mingueza and Ronald Araujo are starting to replace him. One more sneaky deal that could take place uh, is the departure of versatile midfielder and defender Sergi Roberto. The 29-year-old has been very dependable but under the radar uh, for Barcelona for his entire career, but he lost his starting place at right back to Serginho Dest last season, and now he faces even more competition at the spot with the arrival of Emerson. Mm -hmm. A team could get a very good deal for an underrated player in Roberto if they can make it happen. But, of course, this is all speculation from us. None of these potential exits have actually happened yet, at least at the time of our recording here, so we have to take the team as is right now. Uh, Liad, what is your projected best lineup for this upcoming season? All right, so I think manager Ronald Koeman returns to a 4-3-3 formation after experimenting a bit with a back three last year. Uh, you obviously have Marc-Andre Ter Stegen in goal when he returns to health. Uh, he had a bit of a dip in form last season, but he's a top five keeper in the world at his best. Um, in defense, you have the American Serginho Dest at right back. Gotta love saying that, an American starting for Barcelona. Yes, that's a great feeling. Uh, <laughs> and then across from him, you've got Jordi Alba at left back. Center back is a little bit tricky. Uh, Barca has a lot of solid options, but no real standouts. Uh, so I think you can get another season from 34-year-old Gerard Piquet and pair him with Ronald Araujo, who, in my opinion, is the best of these up-and-coming center backs. But don't be surprised if Eric Garcia plays himself into the mix as well, especially if Piquet starts showing his age. Yeah, and speaking of age, I wouldn't take for granted Jordi Alba's ripe age of 32 at mm. left back. Barcelona might have to start thinking about moving on from him at some point, too. Again, to your point with the rise of all these young starlets. Yeah, very good point. He's been there for a while, and his partnership with Messi is amazing. But you're right. He's getting up there in age as well. In midfield, I'd have Frankie de Jong, Sergio Busquets, and Pedri. Uh, we have complimented these three to no end on this podcast mm -hmm. already, especially 18-year-old Pedri, and together they make an extremely solid and talented trio. Um, but Busquets is 33, and he does not get around the pitch very quickly at all. Uh, so you'd like to see younger guys like 21-year-old Ricky Puig and 18-year-old Elijah Moriba break through and earn a spot at the table. The forwards will be a very fluid front three of Messi, Memphis Depay, and Ansu Fati. All three of these guys are extremely talented and they can play anywhere on the forward line. Sergio Aguero also offers valuable experience and quality from the bench and he will help carry the load too. 
Um, personally, I would also love to see Griezmann stay and succeed, but the money just won't allow it, and I just think that he has to leave. Yeah, I think it's his time, but I will say I am a little worried about Fati returning from injury. The 18-year-old has been out since November with a torn meniscus, and while he's super talented and has a lot to offer Barca, you don't want to rush him back if he's not ready yet, and with everybody else coming up, it doesn't seem like he's got some time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you look at the recent history with just Usman Dembele and how they've been handling his injuries over mm-hmm. the past few years, that young star, you know, that did not go well. So you hope that the same fate is not in store for Fatih. Yeah. But we promised predictions out the wazoo, so out the wazoo we will go, Kathleen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's assume that Barcelona gets its salary down to acceptable levels by the league and mm-hmm. they are allowed to register all of their new players. Who is going to be the best new signing? I'm going to have to say your guy from Man City, Aguero, because he's a veteran. Like we were saying before, he's a perfect replacement. They need some talent. They need a leader up with Messi. And I think that he's the perfect fit. Once they figure out their team chemistry with where he belongs on the pitch, I think it's going to be a really impressive signing. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that Aguero will be vital, especially down the stretch uh, with his experience. But I think the best signing, the most consistent signing, the one who will get the most playing time, score the most goals and all that, I think it's going to be Memphis Depay. Hmm. Obviously, he's younger, so he's got the advantage of, you know, a little bit more in his legs. But I think that he's going to have a really good year at Barcelona this season. I think he's going to be the best new player. Okay. Um, What about the most improved player or the biggest breakout star? Or which player do you think is going to have the biggest improvement from last season to this season, Kevin? So, I wouldn't say necessarily a breakout star, but most improved player, I think, is Ansu Fati. Like you said, he's coming back from injury. He's also a young player, so he's got a lot left to prove. But I think that this is the perfect season as the team as a whole is overcoming all these hurdles that they've gone through, you know, with new signings, old signings, the salary cap. I think they're going to find a lot of potential in this young starlet, and I think that he's going to make his way up in this season. Yeah, I was thinking along similar lines. I was really tempted to put Pedri as the most improved player just because his growth has just been exponential in the last year, and he has just hurdled every single challenge, and like he just doesn't seem to be slowing down whatsoever. Uh, But I'm actually going to go with Ricky Puig, the young midfielder. Um, He was a little bit in and out of the lineup last season. You know, Koeman trusted him, and then he didn't trust him, and then he trusted him again and all that. (laughs) But I think that, you know, with the potential and likely departures of more experienced midfielders like Coutinho, like Pjanic, you know, I think there's going to be more opportunities for this guy. And I think this is the year that he really takes advantage and breaks in. Okay. Who will be the team's overall player of the season? Last year, Frankie de Jong won the award. Who do you think it's going to be this year, Kathleen? I think it's Pedri this year. After everything he just showed us in the Euros all summer, he was truly one of the star players, someone to watch. And I think that this season is just going to keep propelling him up towards his highest goals. I mean, he has started from the bottom, literally, Mm -hmm. and he's young, so he's got plenty of time left. I think he's going to want to stay at Barca if they can figure out their salary cap, and he might be one to make his career at one club. Yeah, we're both thinking young for this one. I think that Ansu Fati will be the player of the season. I think he'll make a full recovery, and he will be an incredible player. Um, I think we're really going to start to see him, you know, burst into the potentially the best players in the planet at the moment. So Hmm. I think that he is going to have a great year. Who do you think will be the top scorer? Messi. I don't think there's much debate for that one. Yeah, no, he's won the La Liga's highest score award for five years in a row. Uh, yeah, he's going to have to slow down a lot in, if he wants to give up that title. So, yeah, I agree. Messi as well. <laughs> 
How will manager Ronald Koeman do? Will he last the entire season or will he get fired? So, I don't know. I think that he has potential to last the whole season, but I also could see a firing in his future. I wouldn't be surprised if they make it halfway and the club is disappointed in the work that he's put in. But at the same time, they might also give him a shot, see how the season wraps up maybe a year from now. I don't know. That's kind of what you were thinking, right? Yeah, I think that he lasts the whole year. I don't think he gets fired. Um, You know, he's not perfect and he isn't what Barcelona wants ideally, but he's just what they have right now. And they have so many other problems going on that this is not at the top of the priority. I think he makes it at least one more year before they mutually part ways. Uh, You know, maybe Xavi comes along and finally wants the job. I don't know. (laughs) But I think that, yeah, I think until someone new comes in, I think that Koeman is going to stay here. Hmm. All right. The big ones. How do you think Barcelona is going to do in La Liga? I think they'll fare pretty well, but, you know, they're dealing with the factor that they're ironing out a lot of ripples from this past year. Last-minute signings, new signings, drama within the club, drama on the pitch. It's going to take a while, and it can be this season, but I think it's going to take a few matches for them to find their rhythm back and pick things back up where they had recently left off. I see them finishing top one or two. All right. I think Barcelona are the favorites to win La Liga this year, obviously. They came in third place last year uh, after a horrible start, but they really kicked it into gear in the second half, and I think that momentum is going to carry over. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of problems in the back office and everything still, but they're definitely better than what they were 12 months ago, and I think that Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid are going through enough of their own problems at the moment Mm -hmm. to where Barcelona can overtake them. I think this is a great year for them in La Liga. I think they really bounce back in a good way. Um, And then how do you think they're going to do in the Champions League, Kathleen? Honestly, they have been kind of fading into the background, embarrassingly enough, in the Champions League in recent years. But that's also due to a lot of English club teams and German club teams working their way up into the top four. You know, Barca has the potential, but I don't think that, given the other counterparts in the league, it's it's a lot to compete with. The Champions League is the Champions League for a reason, and I think the best teams have been showing up, and Barcelona is just not one of those anymore. Yeah, I agree. I think Barcelona's Champions League struggles continue this year. I think we're really, like you said, we're witnessing a change of, you know, leadership and the change of the guard in Europe right now. Mm -hmm. You know, after, from 2014 to 2018, there were seven La Liga teams, seven Spanish teams that made it to the Champions League finals in those five years, Mm -hmm. and there haven't been any since. Uh, Meanwhile, the Premier League has had four teams in the Champions League final in the last three years. So I think we're really seeing a little bit of a shift in power there, um, and I don't think it's resolved this year. I think Barcelona crashes out early once again in the round of 16. I mean, obviously, you know, it's impossible to predict without seeing, you know, the groups and the bracket and everything, but I think it's another early exit for Barcelona and I think that their wait for another Champions League continues at least another year. Yeah, I'd have to agree. There's just too many other teams that are edging them out completely. Mm -hmm. But that concludes this season of Barca Nation. Thank you to Sound Branding Boutique for sponsoring and producing this podcast and for working with us all summer long. Thanks as well to Pablo Arteaga and Jose Santana, our music and sound producers. You guys have done an amazing job. Yes. And we couldn't have done any of this without you. Thank you. And of course, thank you so much to my co-host, Kathleen Gomez. <laughs> it has been a blast podcasting with you. And I am very excited to see what's in store for both of us in the future. So thank you so much for joining me in this endeavor, Kathleen. Oh, you're going to make me cry, Leon. <laughs> 
so sweet. But anyways, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Soundbriting Boutique to keep up to date with anything that we produce in the future. Adieu, España, and hasta luego, America. This has been Barca Nation. Thank you.